0: I have been under several leaders in my life. Marami ho ako naging boss sa buhay ko. Iba-ibang organizations, iba-ibang ministries, iba-ibang mga opisina at mga simbahan. Different leaders that I served under. At napansin ko, magkakaibaw talaga mga leader. Ano? May mga leader, may mga supervisors, may mga pastors, and mga team leaders who are brilliant Excellent, eloquent, ang galing magsalita. Valedictorian, suma ang talino. Basta, basta magaling. Pero hindi masyadong marunong makisama. Ang sungit-sungit, ang hirap, kausap. Pag nagkamali, ayaw mag-sorry. Hindi marunong magpasensya. Di magmahal. Pero may mga leader din ako na meet. Hindi masyado magaling. Walang PhD. Hindi matalino. Bulol magsalita. Pero ang sarap magmahal. Napaka-humble. Ang galing kasama. Ang bilis magsuri pag siya'y mali. Ang bilis magpatawad. And then I realized, oh, nga, no? Minsan, ang sekreto sa buhay, ang sekreto sa tagumpay, ay hindi pagalingan, hindi payamanan, hindi paramiyan ang alam, hindi, basta hindi magaling ang hinahanap ni Lord. Ang hinahanap niya ay puso na nagmamahal sa Diyos at nagmamahal sa kapwa. And today we'll talk about just that. Oo nga, no? Paano nga ba maging isang leader na ayon sa kalooban ng Diyos? How do we become leaders in ministry, leaders in church, leaders in whatever God wants us to do or to serve in na isang leader na kagaya ni Jesus? So today we'll talk about paano ba maging church leader? Ayan, ayaw mag- ng clicker. Op. Paano maging church leader? We are now continuing with our series on 1 Peter chapter 5. Alam niyo ang 1 Peter, napakaganda. No? Malapit na tayo matapos sa ating series ng 1 Peter. 1 Peter was actually talking about the people of God who is going through a pilgrimage para silang naglalakbay. Maraming binabanggit si Peter ha, tungkol sa atin bilang mga anak ng Diyos, bilang mga... Mga tupa ng Dios, as God's flock, as God's people. Una, sabi niya, we are aliens and strangers. Kayo ay mga dayuhan. Iba ang passport ni niyo. You are, your citizenship does not belong to this world. ibang planeta kayo. Kumbasakali, saban sabi niya. Mga alien tayo. Tayo yung mga tagalang, yit hindi mga tagalupa. So in other words, yes, we live in this world. Yes, we are in the world. But we do not belong to the world. Hindi kayo taga dito. Nakikiraan lang tayo dito. So yung mga luho ng mundo, yung layaw ng mundo, yung gusto ng mundo, yung uso sa mundo, huwag yung sabayan. In fact, the world will hate you. In fact, yung mga kaibigan niyo, yung mga kasama niyo sa trabaho, yung mga kamag-anak ninyo, magagalit sa inyo, mahiinis sa inyo, at ayawan kayo dahil kay Jesus. Dahil sa inyong pananampalataya sa Panginoon. And so that's why the book of 1 Peter is an encouragement to them to stay strong when you suffer na maging matatag na patuloy mabuhay ng tama kahit napapalibutan ng mali. So mga lalalo niyo, 1st eh? Peter can be divided into three parts. First part is ayun ng clicker sa mundo sa akin. Patulong na lang sir. First part is about our salvation in Christ. No, Yun, yung chapters 1 to 2 Na tayo daw ay niligtas na, tayo ay binago na, na tayo'y pinatawad na. We now belong to a different kingdom. We now belong to a different citizenship. Iba na ang tahanan ninyo, iba na ang bahay ninyo. Yan, that's chapters 1 to 2. Pagdating ng chapters 2 to 3, partly, sinasabi doon, na dahil na kay Kristo na, you submit to Christ. Yan, our submission to Christ. Sundan nyo si Jesus Magpasakop kayo kay Yesus. You live your lives to honor Jesus Christ. And then, First Peter ends in chapters 3 to 5 explaining why there is suffering in this world. Kahit daw tayo ay nagdurusa dahil tagasunod tayo ni Jesus, ganun talaga. Kasi kung si Jesus dinuraan, minura, tinakwil, nilaglag, tinraidor, Ikaw din. Dahil si Jesus sinusundan natin, pagdadaanan din natin yung pinagdaanan niya. Ah, and so it highlights our suffering for Christ. And so that is why First Peter chapter 5 talks about while we go through suffering in this world, we need leaders. Yon, kailangan natin ng mga shepherds na gagabay, tutulong, aagapay sa atin kahit tayo ay dumadaan ng matinding mga pagsubok at pagdurusa sa mundong ito. Amidst our suffering and our pain. And the persecution that we go through. yeah, That's First Peter. Huh? The persecuted exiles. The pilgrims who go through suffering. Pag binabash ka dahil sa Bible. Pag kinakancel ka dahil kay Jesus. Pagka ayawan ka at kinagagalitan ka ng family mo. Dahil mahal mo ang Panginoon. You need leaders. You need mentors. You need disciples. You need spiritual guides. And so 1 Peter chapter 5 gives us ano bang criteria at requirements at mga responsibility ng isang leader ng church? Yung bang pag may inaakay ka sa Panginoon? What are the qualities that you need to become a good spiritual leader, a church leader? Tanda nyo to. Nung tayo daw ay nagtiwala sa Panginoon, whoever trusts Christ becomes part of God's flock. Naging bahagi tayo ng Katawa ng Panginoon, we are now God's people, God's flock. As people of God na napapalibutan ng mga pagsubok at pagdurusa sa mundong ito, kailangan natin ng mga good shepherds who follow the good shepherd. Oh, ganda ha? Yung mga pastor at mga leaders, mga deacons, mga volunteers, mga church leaders, tayo daw ay mga shepherds who follow the one who is actually the good shepherd and who take care of God's people. So today we'll be asking, as, answering the question: How can church leaders take care of God's people? Paano nga ba ang pag sa mga anak ng Dios? Kung ikaw ay leader, hey, some of you are currently church leaders. You are volunteering in ministry. You are serving in a ministry, or you are helping the church in whatever capacity you're a church leader. But some of you, you are aspiring to be a church leader. Ah, Pastor Mike, gusto ko volunteer I'm just looking for the right time. Ah, Pastor Mike, gusto ko rin mag sa church. I'm just waiting for the right moment or the proper ministry for me that fits my talents and my giftings and my passions. Or some of you are saying, Pastor Mike, gusto ko rin mag-lead, gusto ko mag-help, gusto ko mag-serve. What's the criteria? What does God expect from me? Ah, so 1 Peter chapter 5 is for you. Kung leader ka na or someday leader ka, this is for all of us. By the way, when I was going through some struggles about what leadership is all about, there was one favorite quote that always stands out. Meron akong laging hindi malimut-limutan. College pa to. I saw this in a poster somewhere. Ngayon, it's all over multimedia. Sabi ng quotation, the world needs leaders who cannot be bought. Whose word is their promise, who put character above wealth. Ganda no? Who will not lose their individuality in a crowd. Who will be honest in small things as well in, as well in great things. Who will make no compromise with wrong. Whose ambitions are not confined to their own selfish desires. Oh, ang galing! Who will not say they do it just because everybody else does it. This is my favorite. Who are not ashamed or afraid to stand for the truth even when it is unpopular. Who can say no with emphasis even when the whole world says yes. Oh, ang galing. That's my favorite quote. College pa yan. hindi ko And somehow it seems that that quote resembles what first peter chapter 5 is telling us may binabanggit dito si pedro paano nga ba maging isang pastor paano nga ba maging isang shepherd na kagaya ni jesus christ na good shepherd ito yung una first peter tells us well number 1 you need to accept your role as a leader Kailangan daw makilala mo ang sarili mo hindi bilang boss o, o bilang isang bisor o isang napakataas. Gansi ganun ang panan-panan ng mundo. No? The world's standard of leadership is ikaw yung pinakamagaling, ikaw yung pinakamatalino, ikaw lagi ang tama, edi wow, lahat nasa iyo na. But first Peter somehow reverses the world's expectations. Ang expectation ni Peter is we become shepherds. Yon so number one. No? You are expected to be a shepherd. Ah, iba yun ha. That's a different metaphor. Kasi ang metaphor ng mundo sa leader, eh, di ba, pag sa election sa class, o election sa barangay, o election sa, sa national election, ang hinahanap natin yung pinaka-pogi, pinaka-maganda, pinaka magsalita, pinaka-mabango ang pangalan. But the Bible, somehow, Portrays the imagery of a humble servant like a shepherd. Tinan nyo, sabi ni Peter, Gusto kong i-encourage yung mga leaders sa church. Please, alagaan nyong mabuti ang mga taong pinagkatiwala sa inyo ng Dios, Gaya ng pag-aalaga ng isang shepherd. Ah, oh, there's the word, shepherd. Sa mga tupa niya. To the elders among you I appeal as a fellow elder, be shepherds of God's flock that is under your care, watching over them. Ah, ang ganda. Para siyasabi ni first Pete ng ni Apostle Peter. Na ang role niyo talaga ay hindi bossing. Hindi, ang role niyo talaga ay hindi tyrannical dictator. Na kayo lang ang may alam, kayo lang ang magaling. Ang role niyo talaga ay mga pastol, shepherds. Actually, the word he used for elders is the word for pastors. Of course, all of them are elders, but some elders are teaching elders or pastors, or there are elders who are non-teaching. Yan, no So, yun yung ginamit niya. I appeal to you, I encourage you, kayong mga elders, alagaan niyo parang mga pastol yung tupang pinagkatiwala sa inyo ng Diyos. Of course, not all of us are pastors or elders, but the principles used by Peter, ah, paano nga ba maging pastol? Paano nga ba mag-alaga ng tupa? We can use that in whatever leadership capacity God has given us to the church. Nalala ko minsan, e ba? wala nang pastol masyado dito sa Metro Manila, ano? pero pag pumunta ka sa probinsya, ang daming pastol, nagpapastol ng baka, nagpapastol ng manok, ng bibi, nagpapastol ng kambing nagpapastol lang tupa. Ano pa mga pinapastol? pinapastol. Nagpapastol ng mga bata. <laughs> Joke lang. So, ang pastol daw, ho, medyo iba. Iba ang function niya. No? Siya yung nagpapakain. sa yun nag-aalaga pag may sakit. Siya yung naghihilom ng mga sugat ng kanyang mga alagang kambing o tupa o baka. sa yung nag-make sure na yung, yung kanyang inaalagaan o yung kanyang pinapastol ay hindi pupunta sa delikadong lugar o hindi umiinom ng tubig na may lason or damong panis na or bulok na o kain na makakasira ng katilang katawan. Medyo kakaibaho ang mentality at imagery ng pagpapastol. And that's also the imagery given to us on who God is. Of course, these are images that helps us understand ah, ganyan pala si Lord. Ah, ganyan pala si Jesus. Ah, ganyan pala ang expect ng Panginoon sa mga leader. Dapat kayo ay mga pastol. Oh, alam niyo ba na isang pastol meron niyang mahabang tungkod? Ang tawag diyan staff, di ba? Sa Sounds 23, makikita niyo, Your rod and your staff. Meron na silang pat-pat, meron pa silang staff. Alam niyo ba ang staff ay hindi lang diretsyo? Meron niyang parang pakawit, ano? parang merong kawit sa dulo. Kasi ginagamit daw yun kapagka yung tupa ay nahulog sa bangin o naipit sa kweba or malayo, hindi maabot nung pastol susungkitin niya yung tupa. Oy masakit yun ha. Kapag sinusungkit, kasi pwedeng sa liig o sa paa, basta kailangan maligtas siya, pero there is pain involved. Minsan daw yung rod, ginagamit daw yung pamalo. Kapag ka ang tupa ay pasaway, makulit, walay sakawan at lumiligaw ng maling landas. If, if that if the sheep is going the wrong way or going to dangerous paths, papaluin yan para mabali. So, if with a broken leg, the sheep cannot go anywhere else. Bubuhatin nyo ng pastor at hihilumin yung sugat. Guys, sometimes, the good shepherd breaks our legs, hits us, so that we will not go the wrong path. Ah, minsan, nilang lang puro pagpapala ang binibigay ni Lord. Minsan may pagpapalo. Hello. Kalabitin mo ngayon katabi mo, napalo ka na ba? Namamalu daw ang pastol. Minsan binabalian ng paa. Sometimes God breaks something in us. Maybe it's our pride or maybe it's our our own self-sufficiency. Sometimes God breaks our false Sense of security. Kala mo, galing mo ha. Kala mo, hindi mo kailangan ng Diyos ha. Kala mo, lahat nasa iyo na. Sometimes God takes away, breaks something so that we realize, Lord, hindi ko pala kaya pag wala ka. Kailangan pala kita sa buhay ko. So, yun daw ang trabaho ng pastol. And so, Peter says, tulad ng pastol, alagaan aninyo, yung mga pinagkatiwala sa inyong mga tao. Tulad ng pastol. Siyempre, pinapakain mo ng salita ng Diyos, ginagabayan mo ng tamang advice, binibigyan mo ng wisdom, tinutungan mo mag-grow, maging matatag, pero minsan, kailangan mo ng saktan. I remember some of my mentors or advisors will rebuke me painfully. Mike, tigilan mo yan. Nakakasakit ka. Tigilan mo yan, Mike. Yung yabang mong yan, ibabak sa kanyan. Sometimes, pastors, leaders, your disciplers, your life group, small group facilitators will do that to you. Iwasan mo yan. Masisira marriage mo. Tigilan mo yung bisyo na yan. Masisira buhay mo. Umiiwas ka dyan. Mapapalayo ka sa Diyos. Masakit. Minsan, you resist. No? Ayan mo makinig. Kasi gusto mo pa rin yung gusto mo. Yun ang role lang shepherd. yung ang role lang pastol. May pagpapalo. May pagpapalo. Hello. So we grow, we deepen, we mature, we transform, we become better versions of ourselves when we listen to good shepherds who follow the good shepherd. Ang galing, ano? Ito naman yung pangalawa. Apostle Peter says, you assume your responsibilities as church leader. So our role is to be shepherds, whether you're a pastor or an elder, or, you're a leader in a ministry. Pero meron ding mga responsibilities yon. And He gives us at least three. Sabi niya, yung unang sinasabi niya, na responsibility natin, eh, pag tayo daw ay lead ng ng flock of God, dapat daw hindi napipilitan. Dapat daw voluntary, willingly. Tinan niya to. Sabi niya, alagaan yung mabuti ang mga taong pinagkatiwala sa inyo ng Diyos. Bantayan nyo sila ng buong puso at huwag na napipilitan lang. Ah, Dapat daw wholehearted, willing, hindi out of grudging or out of compulsion pipilitan. Sabi niya, care for the flock that God has entrusted to you. Watch over it willingly, not grudgingly. Kasi may mga leaders daw sa church, sometimes mayroong mga leader na tinawag ng Diyos. Pero hindi mayroong mga leader na tenulak ni misis. O tinulak ng leader niya. Ikaw na, ikaw na mag-napilitan. Sabi ng ni Apostle Peter, pag nagsaserve kayo sa ministry, pag naglilid kayo sa church, pag meron kayo inaalaga ang mga tao ng Diyos, tinutulungan nyo silang lumago sa spiritual lives nila, dapat willing, dapat wholehearted, dapat hindi grudging, hindi nag- Sige na nga, sabi kasi ni kuya eh. Sige na nga, sabi kasi ni pastor eh. Sige na nga, sabi kasi ng misis ko eh. Sige na nga, sabi kasi ng mga tao eh. Ako na daw ang leader eh. wag daw. In other words, Peter tells us that your motive is more important than your ministry. Ganda nga ng ministry mo. Successful nga ministry mo. Eh napipilitang ka lang pala. Mi tampo ka pala nakaladkad ka lang pala, tinulak ka lang pala. Hello? Nalala niyo ba yung kwento ng isang milyonaryo na naghahanap ng boyfriend para sa anak niyang dalaga? Eh, ang ganda-ganda ng anak niya. Wala pang karelasyon. Eh gusto niyang mai-pakasal na, magpa-40 na, wala pa rin, hindi pa rin ma-engage-engage. Siguro na-intimidate, mayaman, matalino, walang gusto manligaw nakaisip ng brilliant idea tung mayaman na ito. You ever heard the story. Sa kanilang palasyo, sa kanilang mansion, mayroon siyang napakalaking olympic size swimming pool. Pinuno niya ng mga buwaya. At ginadar niya lahat ng mga bachelors, lahat ng mga binatang, mga guwapo, matatalino, magagaling. Inannounce niya sa microphone nung kanyang birthday niya. Sabi niya, meron akong contest! Ang sinaman sa inyo ang lumangoy sa siming pool na ito from this end towards that end of the pool na ng puno ng buwaya at buhay. Kailangan hindi tanggal ang kamay, ang paa, kailangan buo ang ilong mo. Pag tumawid ka, meron kang premyo. First price, sabi niya, 10 million pesos. Pangalawa, itong mansyong ito, sa'yo na. Pag nakatawid ka ng buhay, pangatlo, my daughter, you can marry my daughter. Eh dito, palakpakan lahat. Huhu. Edi, eh, haba nagpapalakpakan sila, sabi niya, oh, sinong tatawid? Sino sa inyo ang magmaboluntir? Yung palakpak, nauwi sa katahimikan. Nakakabingin takatahimikan. A deafening silence. And the silence was broken. Biglang merong isang binatilyo na biglang tumalon. At lumangoy. Ay, kumakaripasan pa talaga. lo. Talagang ni lahat ng buhaya. Ang galing. Para lang video game. Grabe. Pagdating sa kabila, ha, hingal na hingal siya. Basang basa. Ay, palakpakan lahat. Woohoo! Congratulations, pare. Mayamang ka na. Millionaryo ka na. Makapangapasawa ka pa ng maganda. Tinanong milyonaryo yung binatang nanalo. Sabi niya, oy good job. Congratulations. Ang galing mo. Ikaw na. Kaya nga pala, ka pala tumalon? Dahil ba sa sampung milyon? Hindi! Dahil ba sa mansyong ito, ang ganda ng palasyo ko? Hindi! Dahil ba sa anak kong maganda na gusto mong pakasalan? Hindi! Gusto ko lang malaman, sino ba tumulak sa akin? Ha? papa ko. <laughs> May mga tao daw sa ministry. Naglilid sa church. Nagvavolunteer sa ministry. Sabi ni Apostle Peter, Napipilitan. itulak, Pero hindi galing sa puso. So he's encouraging us. Kailangan galing sa puso. Hindi napilitan. Hindi na itulak lang. Sabihin mo nga sa katabi mo. Ay, yung sa, likod naman, yung sa likod Ikaw ba yun? Napilitang ka lang ba? <laughs> so that's the first layer of his encouragement. Not grudgingly, but willingly. Yung second encouragement ni Apostle Peter is when you work or serve the Lord dapat daw hindi dahil sa benefits o dahil sikat ka o yayaman ka sabi niya magtrabaho kayo kasi gusto nyo talagang magserve at hindi dahil sa bayad care for the flock not for what you will get out of it but because you are eager to serve God Kasi may mga nagsiserve daw sa ministry, ah, pagka, siguro pag nag-usher ako, popogi ako nito, daming makakakita ng aking bagong sapatos, bagong, bagong salamin, bagong buhok, bagong damit. <laughs> so sometimes some people serve out of the desire for popularity. Or some people, ah, siguro, pag nag-serve ako dito, sisikat ako, they will honor me, they will respect me, they will love me. Or some people say, ah, maybe there's some financial benefits kapagka nag ako sa ministry na yan. O siguro, na akong mga, mer- there's something in it for me. Sabi ni Apostle Peter, when you do serve as a church leader, when you serve in ministry, when you help out in God's, in taking care of God's flock, you do it not because of the benefits. You do it because of your love for God, of your eagerness to love God and love God's people. Amen? Dapat daw yung ating puso, mas malaga yung ating motibo ng higit sa ating success sa ministry. Kasi maraming mga successful ministries, pero mali ang puso eh. Hello? Maraming mga successful churches and successful ministries and successful services pero yung puso punong puno ng agawan sa popularity, agawan sa benefits, agawan sa power, agawan sa prestige and position. Apostle Peter warns us: kung magtatrabaho kayo, mag kayo kay Lord. When you lead the church, you do it not because you will get something that will benefit you out of greed and selfishness, because you love God. You are eager. To serve God out of love and serve people out of love. And then another layer of that conversation, sinasabi niya, pagka nag-serve kayo, huwag kayong diktador, huwag kayong tyrannical, huwag kayong maghari-harian, but be a good example. Sabi niya, huwag kayong maghari-harian sa mga taong inaalagaan ninyo. <laughs> Nasa Bible pala yun, no? nag harian ka ba? <laughs> Dapat maging magandang example kayo para sa kanila. Do not lord it over the people assigned to your care. But lead them to your lead them by your own good example. The word used here, yung lording it over is the word for tyranny. It's the word for dictatorial rule. Yung masyado kang mahigpit, yung masyado kang kamay na bakal. Yung masyado kang magagalitin, yung masyado kang high controlling. Talangin mo yung katabi mo, control freak ka rin ba? Grabe, no? There was a time in my leadership journey. Ah, si Pastor Mike, ka, umaamin na. I was a control freak. Gusto ko perfect lahat. Gusto ko on time lahat. Gusto ko maganda lahat. Gusto ko successful lahat. Gusto ko lahat ng goals na mimit. meet Okay naman yun, kasi you want excellence, you want success, you want reaching our goals and accomplishing our mission. Pero kung ang kapalit naman e eh, ay yung mga tao mo. Umiiyak na yung mga staff. At lahat, eh, nagba-backslide na, napapalayo na kay Lord at gusto nang lumipat ng church dahil sobrang higpit mo naman. Sabi ni Apostle Peter, huwag kang bossy. Do not lord it over. Do not be leading like a tyrant. <laughs> but instead, sabi niya, lead by example. That's the only way we lead people, ano? We show them our lives. We show them a good example, and they follow our examples. We, lay, we lead by love, not by control. Yon, no? so this is so amazing, ano? Na kahit na hindi ka pastor, kahit hindi ka elder sa church, we are all learning what it means to be a leader. Naalala nyo ba nung time na namimili ng bagong hare ang Israel, di ba? The prophet Samuel was looking for the next king. Eh, yung papalitang king, e eh, matangkad, guwapo, matipuno. Parang lagi yata sa anytime fitness, si King Saul. Talagang, grabe, mukhang hari talaga. So, si si prophet Samuel, naghanap siya ng, kailangan mas guwapo, kailangan mas matangkad, kailangan mas maganda kay Saul. So, he was looking for someone who is fit to be a king. What did God say? Sabi niya, Men, they look at the outward appearance. But God looks at the heart. Oh, that's Leadership 101 for all of us. Hindi patalinoan, hindi pagalingan. Pagandahan ng puso. Yung puso ng pastol. Lahandang mamatay para sa tupa. That's the good shepherd, right? He's willing to lay down his life for the sheep. Kasi Jesus, Hare. Hinugasan ng paanong ng mga tagasunod. Tayo din. Hindi pa yabangan Kung si Jesus, hari, naglingkod, parang karpentero ang buhay, hindi mayaman, hindi sikat, hindi magaling. Tayo din. Binato, minura, dinuraan. The path to greatness is down. When we go down, when we go to the lowest when we serve the least, when we are not famous, when the spotlight is not on us, when there are no benefits or rewards, ah, that is how you know you are leading God's way, a shepherd. Ito yung pangatlo, Apostle Peter gives us a reason. You need to affirm your reason. Bakit nga ba ako lead Bakit nga ba ako serve Affirm your reason as a church leader. And Peter was telling us, ah, talagang dahilan, bakit kayo naglilingkod? It's because you have a boss. Oh, your boss is the chief shepherd. Oh, so tayo mga small S shepherds, small, cap, uh, small uh, S shepherds, but the capital S shepherd is our boss who will make an accounting on how we serve. Ito'y sabi niya pag dumating na ang leader ng mga shepherd, ayan na, second coming, you know, when Jesus comes back, tatanggap kayo ng korona na walang kupas ang ganda. Sabi niya, and when the chief shepherd appears, you will receive a crown of glory that will never fade away. That's amazing, ano? Peter is aligning our hearts. oh nga, I'm not the boss. This church, this ministry, and this flock, these people, I do not own them. I am not the master over them. There is a master who I submit to and I report to. Meron palang bossing talaga si Jesus Christ. Meron talagang pastol talaga, na pastol naming lahat. Kami ay mga malilinggit na mga pastol. We are under shepherds, serving the one who is the good chief shepherd himself. And so parang naitatama yung ating puso. Ano? Ah, hindi mo yan church, hindi mo yan ministry. Yung life group na yan, hindi sa'yo yan. Yung ministry na yan, hindi mo pagmahayari. Kay Jesus yan. Yung church na yan, kay Jesus yan. Wag mong... Mag mong akuhin. Yan, ano? So, Peter is aligning our hearts. The reason why you serve is because Jesus Christ is your boss. Jesus Christ is our master. And then he says something very, very interesting that we don't actually talk about a lot. He talks about a crown. A reward. Pagtapat karon na naglilingkod bilang pastol, bilang leader ng ministry at ng church, he gives a reward. Sabi niya, number four, anticipate your reward as a church leader. Ha? May reward? May reward. Faithfulness is rewarded by God. By the way, alam niyo ba that our salvation is free? It's given by grace through faith. That means, we all go to heaven because of our trust in Jesus Christ. Libre ang langit kasi si Kristo ang daan patungo sa langit. Binayaran niya na eh. So no religion can save us. No good works can save us. No amount of faithfulness or obedience can bring us to heaven or give us eternal life. Ang tanging nagbibigay sa atin ng kapatawaran at ng buhay na walang hanggan at kasiguruhan sa langit ay dahil si Jesus, the ticket to heaven, is Jesus Christ. Actually, it's a very, very expensive ticket. But somebody paid for it. Binayaran ni Jesus. So, nung tinanggap natin si Jesus, tinanggap natin yung ticket papuntang langit. Oh, tagalangit ka na. Papunta ka na ng langit dahil nasa iyo si Jesus. But for those who are faithful, oh, there's another layer in our journey, ha? Huh? One layer of our journey is we are secure, 100% sure going to heaven. But another layer is when we serve faithfully. May reward na nagaantay sa atin. Not only are we given eternal life for it, to to be with God in heaven for eternity, we are also given crowns when we serve. Ito ngayong ng tanong. Iba sa atin kasi hindi nagserve. Iba sa atin hindi faithful. Pagdating sa heaven, mayroong awarding ceremony. Some are given so many crowns, daming crowns. Kasi nag-serve sa church, nag ng discipleship, maraming dinala kay Lord at na-born again. Maraming ginawang ministry para maraming makakilala sa Jesus, Ang daming crown. But some of us did not do anything at all. Pagdating sa heaven, yes, nasa heaven ka nga, welcome. Yes, pare, we made it. Thank you, Lord, for your grace. Some of us have no crowns. Ito, the Apostle Peter says, Pag dumating na ang pinaka-leader ng shepherd, tatanggap kayo ng korona na walang kupas ang ganda. The chief shepherd appears, you will receive the crown of glory that will never fade away. Amazing, ano? Ano ba ito, Pastor Mike, mga crowns na ito? See, the believer's crowns are many. Iba-iba pala yan, ha? Some crowns are entitled the imperishable crown. Ito naman yung kapagka, you lived a disciplined life. Oh, that means you pursued holiness instead of sin. Oh nga, papunta kang langit. Pero yung buhay mo ba? Buhay langit o buhay impyerno? So, so parang how do you live out your citizenship? iniwasa mo na ba yung mga bisyo mo? tinanggal mo na ba yung mga relation mo na hindi ayon sa kaluoban ng Dios? binago na ba yung ugali mo na malay? so so yes, papuntakan langit, you are secure for eternal life. but did you live a disciplined life? mayroon palang crown yun na imperishable crown. next crown is the crown of rejoicing kapag gumaramik ang dinalang lang kaluluwas sa pangingon. when you share Jesus to your friends or your classmates or your family. Nakilala nila ang Panginoon, na-born sila, tinanggap nila sa si Jesus. Naligtas sila dahil sa iyo. Meron kang crown. Ang tawag is the crown of rejoicing. Meron ding crown of righteousness for loving the Lord's appearing. Meron ding crown of life for enduring trials. Minura ka dahil kay Jesus, tiniis mo, di ka gumante. Oh, May crown. Na ka, binugbog ka, sinaktan ka, siniraan ka dahil mahal mo ang Diyos. Natanggal ka sa trabaho, nalugin negosyo. Enduring trials because of Jesus. Meron kang crown of life. kaleng ah! Eh? And the last crown is 1 Peter 5. A crown of glory. Kapag ka inalagaan mo ang mga tao ng Diyos. When you take care of the people of God. When you serve in the church, when you help take care of the souls of believers, the Christians the lumago sa kanilang faith. Yung mga sa church din disciple mo. Yung ministry mo tumutulong para yung mga mapalapit kay Lord. You have a crown That's 1 Peter chapter 5. Ah, oh, this is beautiful. This is amazing. Guys, heaven is free because Jesus paid for it. If you have Jesus in your heart, you're going to heaven whether you are faithful in serving or not your security is based on the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross but if you do serve faithfully ah may an aantay na korona at mga korona para sa atin ito ngayon ang tanong ilan na kaya ang korona na nag-aantay sa iyo Iba sa inyo, dami ng corona. Ha, Pastor Mike, a dami na yata ang reward sa akin ni Lord. Ha? Thank you, Lord. Iba sa inyo, meron, pero tansan. kan tansan pa lang yung corona mo. Ha. Iba sa atin, wala pa. And that's okay. Diba? We have our entire lives to serve the Lord, to be faithful to the Lord, and to help advance the kingdom of God and to help more and more people to know Jesus. Oh, this is beautiful. Ha? That's why 1 Peter 5 is giving us a glimpse. Oh, merong suffering, ah. Oh, merong mga troubles, ah. Oh, merong mga difficulties and persecution, ha? Because hindi na kayo tagamundong ito. But, the reward that waits you, may nag-aantay. May nag-aantay sa inyong mga reward. Paparangalang kayo ng Diyos kung kayo ay tapat at kung kayo ay hindi susuko at kung kayo ay hindi bibigay at hindi bibitaw, kahit na ang sakit-sakit, kahit ang hirap-hirap ng pinagdadaanan, be faithful to the Lord Jesus. Ang galing! Tandaan nyo to, whoever trusts Christ becomes part of God's flock. Pag nagtiwala ka kay Jesus, nagiging bahagi ka ng pamilya ng Diyos. As people of God na napapalibutan ng mga pagsubok at pagdurusa sa mundong ito, kailangan natin ng mga good shepherds. Yeah, That's 1 Peter 5. Good shepherds who follow the good shepherd and who take care of God's people. Remember, how can church leaders take care of God's people? One, you accept your role as church leader, shepherd. Number two, assume your responsibilities as church leader, not out of greed, But out of willingness, not out of tyrannical rule, but by living a good example, not because of the benefits, but because you love God. And then affirm your reason as a church leader. I have a boss. The good shepherd, the chief shepherd, wants me to shepherd this flock. And then you anticipate your reward. Ah, the crown of glory for those who faithfully serve God's flock. Grabe, no? Ito yung pa'alala at pagpabigay ng kalakasan sa atin na kahit na ang gulo-gulo ng ating pinagdadaanan sa mundong ito, masarap pa rin kasi una, kasama natin ang Diyos. Pangalawa, hindi na tayo taga dito. Kaya mga bagay sa mundo, hindi talaga natin pag-aari. Lahat pahiram lang. Balang araw, uuwi tayo sa ating totoong tahanan. At pangatlo, kapag ka tayo ay naglingkod ng tapat at mahusay, hindi kinakalimutan ng Diyos. May gantimpala ang Diyos sa mga naglilingkod ng mahusay at tapat. And that encourages us to hang on, to persevere, and to never give up. That's 1 Peter chapter 5. Praise God. Tayo pong lahat ito mayo, tayo manalangin. Thank you, Lord. Salamat po, Panginoon, sa iyong paalala sa amin na Ikaw ang aming buhay, na Ikaw ang aming pag-asa na Ikaw ang aming lakas, na Ikaw ang aming dahilan kung bakit kami nagpapatuloy. Pero Lord, kahit na aming pinagdadaanan ay masakit, mahirap, matindi, Lord, we know that You are the one who sustains us because of Your presence in our lives, because of Your goodness in our lives, and because of Your faithfulness in our lives as well. Salamat Lord ha? We can look forward to our heavenly home. We can look forward for a better country, a better kingdom. But we also look forward for the rewards that await those who are faithfully serving you and taking care of your people. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I pray for those who are going through difficult times, especially those who are leading the church especially those who are serving in ministry, especially those who are volunteering in whatever form of helping the church. Palakasin mo nga po kami, Panginoon, na hindi kami panghinaan ng loob, na hindi kami magsawa na maglilingkod sa'yo, na hindi kami maubusan ng pagmamahal sa'yo at sa mga tao, na kahit nakakapagod maglingkod, kahit nakakaminsan exhausting ang serving sa ministry. Help us to see that it is worth it because of your your love, because of your presence, because of your grace, and because of the future glory that awaits us if we serve faithfully. Salamat, Panginoon. Ikaw. Ikaw ang lahat-lahat sa amin. Ikaw ang pag-asa namin, Panginoon. Thank you, Lord.